This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Bleeding on the Page. The story you're about to listen to is Knackered. Written by Samuel Jones and Max Bardsley, starring Lola Jones and Bianca Beckles Rose, with live sound design by Ollie McCauley. morning probably ever ah oh, babe would you like some quiche everything's fucked they've totally fucked it is that i know on the quiche work had to let me go bullying behavior they said they treated me like a war criminal they treated me like fucking saddam did they throw rocks at you like hang you metaphorically yes <laughs> why does it smell more weedier in here than usual that's dessert Weed brownies. Smoking weed and eating weed. Wow, Jane, that's fucked. I don't tell you how to live your life. Oh, well, I wish you would, because it's total trash. Well, I wouldn't worry about your job, Becky. Eventually, every minimum wage stationary salesperson gets replaced by a box. They just don't know how to take a bloody joke. Sticks up their asses, the whole lot of them. That's bureaucrats for you. They don't have the soul for humour. All they are is part of the churning machine. They don't get your wit. They never will. Carol didn't. You should have seen her, the attention seeker. As soon as she knew there was a way to get rid of me, she took it, blubbering all over the office like a beached whale. You actually made her cry? A bit. A tiny bit. Not really enough to count. What did you do? (sighs) Well, (laughs) you'll find this funny. 
You will find this funny. I made a meme of Carol and sent it to everyone. Okay. What was the meme? I wrote Carol the cow and I made a funny picture of her face and it was like, on a cow. Jesus Christ, Becky. It was a joke. You basically called her a fat cow. Yeah, but how is calling someone a fat cow even offensive anymore? It's only ever used as satire, like, oh, you're a fat cow. No one uses it in a nasty way. I could call you a fat cow. You wouldn't mind. Yeah, but I'm not fat. Neither is she. She's pregnant. You can't compare people going through motherhood to farmyard animals, Becky. That would really mess with someone, you know? Like, really fuck them up. What? What have you got with you? Work gifts. Gifts from work. Why did they give you seven staplers? A couple of binders, prescription glasses? Work gave them to me. They... Uh, work... Uh, they just gave them to me. Right. <gasps> Crabane from Dunland! Hello? It's Crabane. I've come down from Dunland. Who's Crabane from Dunland? It's Crabane, your landlord. I've come to collect your rent. Don't move a muscle. Lay low. If we're quiet enough, the Tory bastard will slink away. Hello? He keeps coming over and crying through the letterbox like a money-hungry puppy. You owe a... You owe a thousand pounds? This really is the worst fucking day of my life. I don't want to live anymore. Kill me now, God. Or better, kill Jane. Because, hello, Jane, this is all your fault. Well, it's do he's after. Becky, I can hear your telly. Oh, great. Now he's going to think I'm unemployed. You are unemployed. Thanks for reminding me. Thanks a lot. Um, I suppose you could have just left it on and I could just be talking to myself <sighs> goodbye it really takes a certain kind of man to want to be a landlord what are we going to do Jane what are we actually going to do why don't you sell those staplers you nick I told you they're presents work presents who steals a bag of staplers someone very hurt and angry well my wee brownies are ready when I get blitzed wow that's dumb I mean seriously Jane we can't pay rent yet you somehow have enough money to make freaking mooncakes these aren't mooncakes these will kill you top tier raw dog shit do, do you think people would pay money for them. Oh, I see. You take my hobby and turn it into a job, great friend. Well, we are behind on rent and you are like the most amazing baker. This quiche is sick. You're so transparent, Becky. Suddenly, all the compliments come out now that I'm worth a bit of coin. What the pissing shite was that? Someone's upstairs. Crabane from Dunland? Most definitely. Doesn't he know we don't have his money? It's not about the money anymore. He'll want to have his way with us. What are you doing? I'm getting the bat. Stop this. You're insane. I'm, I'm calling the police. There's no law against breaking into your own house, Becky. This is his land. That's what it comes down to. A man and his land. Most people will do almost anything for a thousand pounds. Crabane is a... A rabid man. And it's us modern women who he hates most. And he reeks of old money. If he sees our budding new business, he'll want to cut off the meat. Modern women? Cut 
cut off the meat. You sound like a meth head. Jesus Christ, Becky, how can you be so vapid? I'm talking about our business in the big city where modern women, like the women in Sex and the City. Just because I suggested we sell your freaking brownies does not mean we're in Sex and the City. <laughs> time for chat is over. Now's the time to act. What? We're going to kill our landlord, if Jane? We is that what we're must. going to do? Okay, fine. I'll kick open the door and you, you do what you have to. Oh, ouch. Oh, it's Tom. Nice to see you too. Tom! Baby, why didn't you say you were coming? And and why have you come through my window? That's a bit weird, really. I wanted to surprise you, and she never lets me in. He disgusts me. Last thing I expected was to get a bashed in knee. Why aren't you in work? They gave me the day off. Why? Because I got a promotion. Oh, gosh, golly. I guess it's a double celebration then. What are we celebrating? Just celebrating love, really. Even if it's hard to do with a bashed in knee. Thanks for that, Jane. You know what, Tom? You really... Baby! You are totally right. Jane has been a huge bitch to you. What? I'm going to go talk to her. You're going to go tell her off for bashing my knee in? Absolutely, baby. I'm going to tell her off. Jane, if you would like to come with me... Can you grab me some ice for my throbbing knee? I can't believe you're still with him. I know. He's like a slug that won't leave me alone. Why can't you hit him in the head? I can't fix your problems, Becky. You need to break up with him. This relationship was such a bad idea. He's clingy. He's controlling. We just don't vibe. Like, we just don't gel. Like, I'm on a different wavelength for him. Like, we're so incompatible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also your cousin. Oh, I knew you would bring that up. Because it's disgusting. Don't shame me for my sexual liberation. Just because I I had the courage to break the wheels of the taboo. Oh, please tell me how sexually liberating it is to hear Tom's sex grunts every night. Yes. Okay, I, I get your point. I'll get rid of him. Wait! Not so fast. Every opportunity can be a business opportunity. That's what they say in business. Oh, really? Is that what they say in, yes. in business? Yes, it is. You should see the bruise. I've got a lump the size of a Beyblade. Where's the ice? Coming! Let me take the ice up. I can convince him to invest in some of our product. What? Tom? You want to sell him kush cakes? You know he's practically Mormon. Relax. I'm a master salesman. Here's your ice, twat. Finally, the ice arrives. What took you so long, slowpoke? Tom? Yeah? Tommy, Tommy, Tom, Tom, Tom. What do you want? Tomothy? Stop. Tom here. Stop it. Tom. Stop. Tommy. Tommy. Stop. Why does that freak you out? Yes, it does. Why are you surprising Becky? It's weird. None of your beeswax. Just tell me, oaf. All right, but don't tell Becky. It's the anniversary of our first kiss. What? Four weeks. Twelve years. Oh, that's disgusting. How do you even remember that? I'll zip it, Jane. Both me and Becky are tired of your bigotry. Well, Becky is tired of you. Full stop. Huh? No way! Becky loves me! Think about it, Tom. Is it really the same? When you look at each other, is that spark still there? Um, yeah? Because I think these surprises are your attempts to try and capture the fantasy of what you hoped this relationship would be. Well, I think it's not. Becky wants somebody with more of an edge. What's your edge, Tom? Uh, I'm a scout leader. I'm good with a knife. 
Can't get any edgier than that. That's not edgy, that's rotund. Who are you to determine the shapes of things? Me and Becky have started selling weed brownies. That's an edge. That's illegal. And that's why Becky doesn't want to be with you. You're spunkless. When does she say that? Just now. Well, um, uh, that's where you're wrong. I've done brownies loads of times. They barely affect me. Oh, fuck off. No, seriously, I, I want to buy some. What about your knee? I, I recover quickly from scrapes and trust me, I, I've been in a few. Oh, that's awful. She can't find her glasses anywhere. Hmm. Mmm, no, I haven't seen them. Mmm, no vision. Oh, that's awful. Maybe, maybe she dropped them while she was crying. Well, I hope they turn up. Kisses! Cunt! These are the famous brownies, eh? How much? Honey, are you sure you want to? I'll give you four for 250. Sold. Tom, are you sure that's a good idea? That's just sort of the spontaneous person I am, Becky. I'm spontaneous. No reservations. Woo! I'm like Anthony Bourdain. No reservations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just give us the cash. Here you go. Becky, I'm going. No, you're not. Um, Tom, go sit on the couch. Okay. Are you fucking Zuckerberging me? Relax, relax. I'm going to get more supplies. You can't make a business off 12 brownies, Becky. We must expand. Will Tom be all right? Remember on New Year's when you gave him that meow meow? He's not going to try and kill himself on wee brownies. He might if I break up with him. He'll be fine. If he takes it slow. He's already eaten all four of them. Mmm, yummy. Well, those went down a treat. Shall we put back up with Killing Eve? I've been waiting all week. Please don't leave me alone with him. Sorry, Becky. I'm married to my business, not my friends. Now that she's gone, would you like to make love? Hello, and welcome to... <clears throat> Bleeding on the page. As usual, uh, it's me, Max. I'm here hosting, you know, bringing you into the Bleeding on the Page podcast. And, you know, right across from me, I've got my, my bestie, my bud, uh, who does this podcast with me. If you're familiar, that's what we do. It's that's Sam. That's sort of the point. That's yeah, the, yeah. That's the format. Um, Sam, we co-write this. Wow. It's a sitcom. It's Whoa. knackered. That's the theme. That's what we've done. <laughs> and then with us, we've got uh, Lola. Hello. So, hello. Hello. And we've got Bianca as hello. well, who uh, were just playing Thank Becky you. and Jane. And then... We've got our mate Ollie McCauley as well. Please don't forget me. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to. He's yeah. up in the corner. This, this so. episode is a little bit less. Uh, it's slightly less strenuous than the previous. Yeah, one. but that was oh, a banging oh, theme. Very nicely Thank done. You. Yeah, and I like those door sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you didn't figure it out whilst you were listening to it, because you know we we weren't very good at writing it, uh, we, the theme today was uh, sitcoms. Uh, we've been looking uh, tirelessly over sitcoms all Obsessing week. Obsessing over sitcoms. Trying to figure out. What's their secret? What's their essence? You know, do you know what the secret is, Bianca? Um, probably a really good canned laughter. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh uh, yeah, but there's a thing with canned laughter because that's mm. when it's being performed in front of an audience. But since 2000, most sitcoms are now single camera. Yeah. So I mean, do you need me multi-camera? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, yeah. But what was the last multi-camera no, like? Stu sort of yeah, studio? it's coming back. They like, brought Will and Grace back. Will and Grace. I'm not even familiar with you Will know, and Grace. What's, what's Miranda? <laughs> Miranda's oh, one. Yeah, we didn't. So because those weren't the, those weren't the sitcoms that we looked at over the well, this space. We looked, we looked at. We, I don't yeah. think we looked at any with canned laughter. Yeah, we did. Bottom. Oh yeah, that's the number true. one. The number one. But um, I, would this be? Would you want this one to be single camera? 
sort of you know like a always sunny in philadelphia yeah. kind of you know flea bag kind of more filmic yeah. kind of thing or would you think this would belong so i would more? want i would want to film it with like if i was to shoot if i wanted to shoot this i would have it like with like I'd have it slightly like officey. I'd want it slightly like yeah. handheldier and a little bit more grime, grimier and mm. kind of like grounded. I'd still think it needs that flea bag. Like it needs to be filmed. It should not. It's definitely not for like a studio. Yeah. But I think it needs actually more of like it needs to feel like it's been filmed by someone. I like how spaced it's done. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. spaced. Yeah. Yeah. Spaced yeah. where it can yeah. switch yeah. in and out. Always sunny is kind of usually like yeah, exactly. Yeah, and those kinds of things don't really they don't have can laughter because that would be weird no exactly be editing it in um but i mean i i do think it's it's quite theatrical in places so yeah i mean i think, I think it I could think work either way but now that we see so much there's so much more potential with mm. a single ca single camera sitcom well it, it's just it just opens up like more storytelling yeah options yeah. really at the end of the day i think i think when you're when you're restricted to a studio audience like the the blocking has to be different the blocking can't be as uh, it has to be more performed like larger exactly. that's what you see yeah. with bottom a lot yeah um and oftentimes those those are the shows that like can go on stage because bottom was on stage although feedback was on stage as well yeah but it's theatrical in a very different way from how bottom's theatrical yeah. where it's like very slapstick very kind of yeah, interacting yeah. with the set space I, I think you you always have to go in that sort of play area when you're writing for audio yeah because <laughs> otherwise you can mean we we were thinking as well this isn't in the script so we can sort of say mm. um after this scene that we just heard we were gonna have like a wolf of wall street like sort yeah. of jane monologue yeah we, we wanted jane to get so into the idea yes. of business that she'd do like a wolf of wall street thing start the day sell your brownies go <laughs> yeah. home like, yeah, yeah. there's one thing that makes money in this world and that's kush <laughs> like, like mock american and if anyone answer. knows anyone about kush that's me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. She probably expand into um, cosmetic products. I think. Yeah, Avon. I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she can Avon. Get an Avon girl. <laughs> Avon of Stratford upon Avon. Yeah. 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 The CBD infused. Um, because yeah. we we wrote this a week. Ago. We started mm. writing this a week ago, and it was written for Lola and Bianca. Yeah. So that's so one of the differences with, with our approach to this script that we didn't have so much with the other scripts, where we actually cast you guys solidly before and built your characters mm. over what we thought we'd want to see you perform. As opposed to us, as as opposed to us, like making a world and then trying to find the people to get in there, we built it more around like the people, which I think was why this this script compared to like any of the other ones is much less like much is dialed back in a lot of ways. It's still like weird, um, but it's not it's not it's not got prawn people in it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no alien abductions in this. No, one. Yeah, yeah, no male birth. But I think that was that was quite challenging for us. Mm. This was definitely the most challenging one yeah. we've I, done so far. I, I think it's also because like it's it's the one where we wanted to reach out more past our comfort zone. We've been doing like the, uh, this was a lot about we don't we didn't want like to have monologues in this and we didn't want to make it feel like there's huge like chunks of dialogue dedicated to exposition which is why we thought like a sitcom was a good way to go because they're slightly like t dialed down as well yeah, more snappier yeah. we really wanted that sort of back and forth like kind of snappy dialogue because mm. that's what we we sort of sat down and we were thinking of maybe doing a high school thing mm. or it was like a woman maybe in love with uh, an old man yeah a girl <laughs> in college who falls in love with an but old then man we were just like no let's just do let's get let's just do two women who and live just together. like who live together. We wanted a really se simple setup, and we didn't want there to be like a sort of point to the story as much as it was for the characters which is why one of the in i think one of the things that worked its way in because we watched loads of sitcoms and we particularly wanted because we were writing and you two are like female characters so it's like female-led sitcom we wanted to look at those more predominantly to see what 
sort of themes they play around with and what they do. Um, one of the first ones that we got, which was recommended to us by like our friend who we ran into in a supermarket. Yeah, that's just like, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys should just check out Broad City. And we're like, yeah, we were like, yeah. we were just like, yeah, all right, <laughs> fine. Like, we're, like, we'd just woken up. It was, like, like, it was about 8 p.m. <laughs> we'd just woken up. We're like, oh, we're writing a sitcom. We were buying women in. <laughs> and she was like, oh, have you seen Broad City? We're like, what's, what's that? that? <laughs> I, in fact, what happened was she was waiting in the queue and I went up to her and have you got any cigs? really freaked out. She was, she was still scared. Yeah, she was like edgy. She was a bit edgy at me for the whole conversation. <laughs> I, I apologize uh, now. Uh, <laughs> didn't then. But, yeah. but Broad City was really interesting because it's like really identical in setup because it is about two girls. They don't live together, but they're best mates. Mm. My favorite thing, I love how the first episode of Broad City and uh, Hannibal Buress is in it um, from, from the, the Eric Andre, Andre show. show. Who, he's just Whack. a really funny comedian. He's he, Every line he delivers is just funny. Yeah. But I love how Broad City opens. The first episode opens with them Skyping each other and they're talking over Skype. And then her friend's just like eating some wheat a bit. So she's like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just living your life boringly. Like you, you schedule in like sex. And then she like looks <laughs> and she's got a dildo in her hand with like <laughs> the date when she's going to masturbate. <laughs> and she's like, are you? Are you fucking someone now? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, fucking someone while turns over the camera and it's Hannibal Buress. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that was when I was one over. Because um, that episode similarly has like a whole weed story to it about people. They have this girl who just, she starts smoking weed and keeps getting more and more paranoid. <laughs> and then she keeps she going to She punches a cardboard cutout. <laughs> she yeah. punches a cardboard cutout in a post office, just like freaks out, starts screaming at strangers. Um, and then, and I think like that, those two like unhinged women were like huge foundations to the status as to where Jane and Becky we went where we wanted Jane and Becky to fit in the broader sense of the world because they were like women who were constantly like failing at their ambitions and failing <laughs> at their goals and fast that's what we love is to yeah. watch like failure people yeah. fail yeah. um yeah. and um i think that was really allowed us to go like okay cool so i think it gave us the confidence to go like yeah we can have them have our female characters also be huge failures and yeah. it, it let us like start indulging yeah, in that yeah. sense of failure yeah because i mean do you want to talk about the writing process for this one what what, what was that what was it so i mean because with writing this one like me and sam just like you know this was where we really like named this we podcast aptly i'd yeah, say like aptly. writing a script in a week is a stupid thing to do it's like a waste <laughs> of everyone's time really <laughs> no no I, I, that that's i'm being hyperbolic but it was really horrible because we were like we've got to get this script done in a week we wanted it to be lola and bianca yeah and they're together and so, so we, we just we just basically started sleeping uh like all the way through the day and then so we could so no one could bother us basically yeah. so because we, we kept have... on having people visit us as well yeah. we kept on going right now we're gonna start working we do nothing but work and we like sit down in front of the table like research research and then someone would ring our doorbell and we'd be like oh my god who is it now <laughs> who the pissing shite is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so as it went on we just like we, we just kept on staying yeah, up later got... because we kept on obsessing over the dialogue as well and this really was the those moments and it like, was after we finished this part of the yeah. bit we just did yeah we were like all right now how does it end <laughs> and, and, and we just really we went. just like started talking about it for like four hours straight mm. like just pacing yeah. like just going what if what if then then uh uh the, the yeah. carol from work turns up <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then you know tom's on the brownies and yeah, starts, and like, he takes ah. her in for dinner and yeah. then and we're like do we want them to leave the house should i go over like yeah. it got to like, a point where we were like so gone that like we would go for walks at like 
two, three, <laughs> four in the morning and just like chat to each other about yeah. the script yeah. for like all night until, and then get home and try and write something and then we couldn't get words down. Yeah, like, we started writing a scene and go like, this isn't working. <laughs> and then, cause we had, to, we, had, we had the rehearsal schedule for the Monday and it was Thursday we finished this. Mm. Friday we didn't do any writing, we just talked mm. about it. Yeah. Thursday we didn't do any writing, we just talked about it. So Sunday, and then we just, did the next part that we're going to do soon yeah um all in one day and then in between and so when we when we're ever in a writer's block whenever we're in a jam we do just like watch things as a way to see if we can get inspirations because like doctor who pretty much gave us like an ending for a script which yeah. we just we didn't stole. have an ending like, hey. so we watched doctor like that's no yeah. work we just steal that <laughs> it's fine <laughs> <laughs> to the line as well yeah. um and we uh, watched yeah we watched a lot of bottom we watched loads of bottom yeah which is um are you familiar with bottom i've actually never seen it do you, oh, know, so you, do you know of it? I know, I know of it, but who, yeah. who, who's the main? So it's Rick, Rick Mail, Mail yeah. uh, Abe, Abe Edmondson. From yeah. I think yeah. I'm lying. Young I think ones. I know what it is. Is yeah. that guy? He's got really bad. Yeah. Yeah. You are crazy. Oh, yeah. him. Oh, I love him. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched like clips of it. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. It's the so, weirdest show. If you, because yeah. I often show it to people because it is all on Netflix. Yeah. And I show it to people and they're like, what? What the, what the hell is this? Because it's un unlike anything else on Netflix. Because yeah. it was these two disgusting incels. And it was shot in the 90s. Yeah. And they were like, God, if only I could get, if only I could get laid. Oh. Isn't it they like spray women. themselves yeah. with testosterone? They yeah, yeah. And, they, and then they, they start getting, and then dogs want to fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they just keep on like getting it. And it's like, there was something about that. There's something that we love that I think we something we developed a real love for because we watched Bottom but we also watched Two Pints of a Lager and a Packet of Crisps yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. we also watched With Nail and I yeah. um, and we also watched two Only Fools and Horses as well absolutely which, fabulous um, at, well yeah, yeah but I actually think there's something specific about those about like those British ones, shows yeah. in terms of like how those shows embrace like filthiness and like dirtiness mm -hmm. like Bottom Two Pints of Lager all those uh, sitcoms uh, everything looks so like austere and like run down. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's especially, like people live in ruins yeah, almost. Especially um, two pints of lager and mm. a pack of crisps. Yeah, all the it's like one pub that they're always at, and it just looks gross. Yeah, it yeah, it's like, it's like a really gross. abrasive pub, and they do you know they have gags where like he's like getting the gunk out of his toenails, and yeah. then he passes it to his girlfriend, and she starts picking her <laughs> teeth, teeth with, with the it, same yeah. toothpick, and so that kind of like disgustingness is like there was some there's something about that in terms of the British sitcom that's so unique. Like yeah. there's not there's nothing else that has like that set design that like oh young ones has the that young as well. Ones, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, it's just yeah. in total ruins the whole time. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. there's parts where the ceiling falls yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're bringing down the house as <laughs> well. Really I love like Abe's introduction to that to the first episode of Young Ones. It just comes <laughs> smashing through the wall. Yeah, that's right. There's a scene in Young Ones where they, to introduce a character, they just have him come in and literally break the whole house. He like kicks, <laughs> but like in detail. Like he goes with like, firstly he just bashes his head through the door and then he walks over the thing tears it out and smashes it and then he like jumps on the table but then he goes up the stairs and starts kicking in all the banisters of his stairs as well it's like, like his own punk. house he's like his punk yeah, yeah and he's like a punk he's like, no. they were just replacing things every episode yeah. it's poor set designers yeah oh, um, but I think that was really key for us visualising what we want because whenever I see these characters in the space or in a space I just imagine like Jane just being surrounded by like dirty dust sicky butts like <laughs> come permeating out of an ashtray and f like going out onto the table almost like
like mist and like <laughs> like clothes everywhere like no shoes on like splayed on the couch in like the strangest way um and i think that, that and that ultimately ends up informing the characters yeah, as well because lola you you said that when when i first sent you the first half you were like mm. oh i feel the becky vibes yeah yeah, yeah well hearing that you wrote it kind of for me, I was kind of pleased and also really insulted. Uh, it was like it was like looking in a mirror, like a, but a kind of weird funhouse mirror where everything's like really exaggerated. I was like, God, I've been this girl so many times, like slamming back vodka cranberries at like some awful bar and coming back, going, Why don't you just dump me then? And stuff like that. Um, and Bianca, for you, like, uh, what what was your impressions of like Jane as a character, and what what do you think you found yourself drawing on ultimately? to kind of well, develop that voice and when we when we first did the the read through i remember you saying that you thought that she was going to be a lot more hippie yeah 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 um but i've taken it back to my roots <laughs> <laughs> south london if in doubt go south is <laughs> what i say um no it's it just reminds me a bit of um people just do nothing yeah you know, that's that's yeah, the, yeah, kind, yeah. They're the kind of shows that i yeah that I'm which is familiar a, with yeah that's a huge street, we love that stuff yeah. you know um we live like not far away but from you do live in ends yeah well <laughs> Yeah. Do live we live really close to Chibuddy G's uh, bar. No way! Yeah, uh, yeah. Is Chibuddy it a real G's. thing? And they've converted it into an actual bar that you can go to. But we we live around the corner from it. Is it Chibuddy's bar? No, it's not. It's called like the bar. It's like. <laughs> <literally> <laughs> <a bar. laughs> if I only. It's got What's a name the like that. Cocktail that he makes. What's it? Oh, is, peanuts. Isn't it? Isn't it? Oh. the cherry is like? Don't pop my cherry. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so class. Oh, um, yeah, but then yeah. um, one of the most more interesting ones, and I think this was one that was almost like the opposite of what we want but I'm really interested to hear what you guys think of the show as well because we watched Sex in the City yeah. uh, for oh this as well God. and whenever we do these like research viewing sessions we mm. always like we what I find is actually we constantly get surprised by mm. like the quality of something we like prejudge something and then actually it's much better yeah. um, well, I didn't find that with Sex in the City we did, <laughs> we did the first episode of Sex in the City yeah. Or random episode in season three and the very last one. And we actually yeah. always managed to gather exactly what was happening yeah. in all of them. We were and never we, lost. We were never in the dark. It ended with <laughs> I gave up Mr. Big and he was in all of them. So yeah. we're just like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I no. don't know. It, it wasn't. I don't know if I was allowed to watch it. When oh I my was god! I remember. I remember young. watching the film when I was thirteen, and there's a silhouette of a cock. Cock. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Because it's he's not a silhouette. The it's the thing. The actual. Oh, it's yeah. the thing they show it. <laughs> and I remember. Oh my god! god. It's a willy. On and it was huge. But that was the film. I remember my uh, ex-boyfriend's mum coming and going like, "What the fuck is <laughs> this? <laughs> it's sex in the city. city. <laughs> it's feminism." That was actually. Jack our producer that he's like, no way <laughs> big schlong Jack was the big dick in sex in the city because sex in the city was created by a man yeah that's mm. what we found interesting is actually like especially when we went like female cherry lectures. something what's his name something cherry the producer I can't oh, remember yeah, his yeah, name it's probably it's maybe Tom. Tom that was Desperate Housewives or something but it was like the dialogue is all it was written by him as well the first episode in the dialogue dialogue is so weird it was like mm. so distorted it was it, well this is what it was i was like sex in the city is like is like a sh is like the li one of the few shows that st was not postmodern when postmodern like <laughs> yeah. postmodernism was happening yeah and so it's like not really self-aware at all in the terms only, of what it's the, doing but the only thing it was is in the character of the uh, kim cattrall's character oh because she was like being yolo before, <laughs> before yolo oh, came right. around there, ahead of the there curve. is a sam jones in 
in September. Is there a Samantha, Samantha Jones? Oh, yeah. wow. So, oh Look, do you feel special? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can write women. I'm, <laughs> I'm Sam video. Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably all you need to do and to pro- write women. And the only thing that I think Sex and the City led to us doing is making Jane reference it, which I, I just think it's funny that Jane references Sex and the City. It's like a South London. It's like this dis- distorted, like, kind of like, we're going to be like, I'm gonna have sex like men. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have sex like a man. And then, and then they're like, she's like happily with a boyfriend, and she just sees Mr. Big. Like yeah. at one time, she just runs into him, and then she's just like, she's just like, she's like, God, he wants me back. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna call him. I'm not gonna call. Then, okay, I'll I, call I, him. And then like an inner monologue starts. Yes. And he goes, I knew he wanted me back. <laughs> Every episode, always Sarah Jessica Barker has her inner oh monologue, and she's like, "I can't believe you treat me that way." And then she's talking to everyone, like, "I can't believe you treat me like that." <laughs> this isn't a sitcom, so I might be going a bit off the path. But I saw this show yesterday called Dead Like Me, which was created by the same guy who created Hannibal, and all it is is basically. She a girl dies, an eighteen year old, and she becomes a grim reaper. That's the mm. entire thing. Mm-hmm. But like all of it is voiceover. Like all of it is voiceover. Oh, really? So it's just like, no, that's that's not me. <laughs> that's me. Like it, like the, every cliche was here. And, it was like, <laughs> oh my God. and I think that's why we. Were, I think maybe because Sex and the City also maybe made us play around with that Jane having a monologue thing, <laughs> but that we switched it to, you know, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, the voiceover kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, well, that's yeah. super flea baggy, which is, you yeah. know, a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah, speaking of which, um, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. It's all right. I'm, oh, you've got it planned. We, we, yeah, we've got it planned. Trust me. <laughs> have faith in... I mean, we can talk about it now. I mean, we can go freeform. Let's go freeform. Yeah, because uh, another show that we watched... Actually, did you know, I was going to say this because, like, I think this is the show that made us have the most writer's block, uh, basically. Because mm, it was so good. It was so good. Yeah. So, because we, we sat down and we realised... That Phoebe, well, I'd actually seen it before, I, but I yeah. didn't remember it basically because mm. I, I just watched it when I was young. But Phoebe Waller-Bridge had a show before Fleabag called Crashing. I've heard about this, but I yeah. haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so yeah. it's about people living in a, a property oh, guardianship in yeah, a disused yeah, hospital. I saw a bit of it. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like really good. It's really the whole season is incredible. And so me and Sam watched it. We're like, we'll watch it as research. It's, it's Phoebe Waller-Bridge, but we've already seen Fleabag, yeah. so we're like, let's do something different. And then we just binged all of it. Like it was like. <laughs> We couldn't stop. It was so good, um, and I and it was after that moment that we stopped being able to write because what it did as a show, and I think what we would have, if we ever wanted to write a sitcom and had more than a week to do, is what we'd want to do. Is all these like layers and you know that and like faulty towers as yeah. well, which it sets up loads of things in the first ten minutes. If it's like, oh, this is picture. Oh, this is uh, I've got a health inspector coming. Oh, there's this rat, and then within the 10 minute mark everything starts collapsing in this like perfectly orchestrated way mm. yeah. but Crashing does that like over multiple episodes and also does it within its own episodes and, and repeatedly as well and also having really great characters, characters that like just do things so because Crash yeah Crashing is like an ensemble uh, series um, so it's you've got like I think it's about f- <laughs> seven characters or six characters it's uh, between that many it's it's around it shifts about, it shifts yeah, anyway but you, you follow them quite in depthly quite intimately and it's unique in terms of an ensemble show which every time it comes to a new character I'd remember what was happening with them and I'd get more excited as opposed yeah, to going like yeah, yeah. there was never a weak link in yeah, the entire show all the characters were amazing and it's all built around like 
it's all about sex, really. Yeah. The whole thing is about how all these characters like want to fuck each other <laughs> and like don't and don't <laughs> and like <laughs> what that sexual tension does in this like house, which everyone's in well, close the, quarters. The funniest thing for me was there's this like art student who who finds a middle-aged man who's just divorced, and she goes and she's no, she's French. an art teacher. Yeah, she's like a French art teacher. Art teacher. No, she's like a, yeah, she's, sort she's of. A student, she's old. No, she's older. She's like. She's like out in her of 20s. She's in her 20s, yeah. yeah. But she's smoking um, cigs all the time. Yeah, and she's very French and very beautiful as well. And there's this, like, <laughs> potato-looking middle-aged man <laughs> who's, like, so boring and desperately English. And she just, like, starts talking to him. He's like, you look dead inside. I love it. Yeah, she's, like, falling in love with him. <laughs> and she just decides that he's going to be her muse. And she just, like, paint him and talk about how beautiful his soul is. <laughs> yeah. And he's just, like, a guy, like, he's a standard like, and, and I think he was a huge influence on how we developed the character of Tom and the relationship between Tom and Becky. We subverted the, it a bit. Mm. But, um, like, that relationship between, like, quite an elegant girl <laughs> to, a, like, a potato-y weird man. Yeah. And their cousins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, was this their cousins? Yeah, because we, we actually watched a documentary about oh, yeah. cow, cow, cousin mar marriages. Cousin marriage. Yeah, because we were like, because we were, we were, we were, I mean, obviously, like, we were like, oh, is that too much? Is it too weird? But then I was like, oh, Game of Thrones, like, does this mm. shit constantly. Yeah. Uh, so it's not that deep anyway. But then we thought it was worth, like, researching it. And actually, like, the, the level of, like, cousin marriages that goes more than yeah, you think. Yeah, it's, like, it's actually, like, not yeah. that uncommon. Because we so thought it was just a bit too too weird but like, but the, okay. but now yeah. but now we've actually changed our outlook on the whole thing and we're like actually if people want to go for that that's their prerogative yeah <laughs> make sure you get some genetic testing yeah get some genetic yeah. testing just i think there's sure. an app in a small village in poland where you can like check yeah. if you're related, related before yeah. you bang oh, well, and it's like decent. what do you do when you find out that you actually I think, are i think it's like scandinavia that has a problem mm. with that as well so actually what you actually want to go do is go to a genetic clinic and what they'll do is they'll see if there's any if you have any shared flaws in your dna oh. If you right. don't, you'll actually be safe to bang and have kids. Mm. Well, I'm off to that clinic. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Just learn your cousin. Rad. <laughs> Watch out. Bring Derek now. <laughs> Derek from Nottingham. Baby. <laughs> I'm in the clinic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah. We, I think, are we Are we all ready? Should we mm. jump back in? Should we Let's do the final splash, part? Splash. We split We've divided it up like a two, sitcom. Yeah, we split this up in two parts, like a sitcom, instead of like the three-part oh. format. The four-part, yeah. Um, just, and we're just going to give you longer talky so it's bits. less like Black Mirror now, and yeah. more like... Um, uh, probably, probably more like... Uh, Top Gear. Probably top more like Top Gear. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like that, Ollie? Yeah. your <laughs> uh, Which Top Gear member am I? Uh, you are oh. definitely James May. James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. No, that's, those aren't the cast anymore. I'd have to be like, oh, Joey you're, Tribbiani. You're, you're Chris Evans. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, there's a new cast. Yeah, like, For God's sake. The third cast now, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. unbelievable. Well, oh, write us and let Is us the guy from Friends is. still on it? No. Sitcom? No. no. Oh, fake. <laughs> <laughs> he was nice, anyway. No one okay. liked him. Let All right. Was it too American? Go. Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> Oh, blimey. That was a good episode of Killing Eve. Are you feeling weird yet? No. Good. There's something I have to say. I knew you'd remember. Uh, let me do my presents first. Uh, Tom, that's not what... My presents first, please! I spent ages choosing them! Um, 
Okay, I suppose. I, I suppose we can do presents. Yay! Okay, the first two are just little ones. Oh, Mountain Dew flavoured lip gloss. That's right. Um, thanks, Tom. Uh, now for the second one. It's a bottle of Mountain Dew. That's what this is all about. Oh, right. It, it's Mountain Dew Day. No, June 12th, the anniversary of our first kiss. Our four-week anniversary? No, 12 years. God. But when? Me, you, at Granny's, in the bedroom, parents in the living room, none the riser, a can of Mountain Dew in each of our hands. Oh, those were the days. That's why you got me the... The Mountain Dew, yeah. But that's not everything. I also got you... This. It's not Mountain Dew themed, is it? Open it and find out. Before I do, I would like to know if it's Mountain Dew themed. Becky, it's not. Okay then. Oh, Tom, this looks expensive. It shines as brightly as you do, my love. Wow, this is so lush. Is that real gold? Yep. You're not proposing, are you? No, but 12 years. I thought it needed to be special. What have you got me? Um... Uh, here, you can have these. Wow, a bag of staplers. Um, these are great. And what are these? Glasses? But I don't wear glasses. I'm so in love with this ring. Ah, I said, but I don't wear glasses. It's fashion, Tom. It's a fashion thing. Well, I still don't know what this has to do with our first kiss. Speaking of which, shall we drink up? Relive our glory days? Um, no, Tom. I, um, I, I haven't... I haven't been honest with you. Yeah, I thought as much. Tom, you were just such a nice guy. You deserve the truth. Yeah, yeah, all right. Lay it on me then. Well, uh, me and you just aren't quite... Uh, our relationship just feels... Mm, I, I, I think it might be better if we... Uh, it's the promotion. Well, what about it? I have to move for it. Well, where are you moving to? Well, far away. What, like Milton Keynes? No, Tom, like... Iraq. Iraq? You're going to Iraq to sell stationery? Yes, they, they really need me there. Well, I'm willing to do long distance if you are. That's the thing. I, I don't think I can. I'm just too much of a physical person. No, you're not. Either way. I've thought about it and it's not going to work. <sighs> uh, are you okay? Yeah. You're dribbling. I suppose there's no point in you keeping your ring then. Well, that would be silly. I mean, wouldn't you want me to have something to remember you by when when I'm in Iraq? Tom? Jekyll thinks you're lying. What? Jekyll thinks you're lying! smell weed in here. These are the most potent weed brownies you can sink your teeth into. I can assure you that, James. Don't call me that. Call me by my street name, Smokey James. Well, after you selling these, they'll start calling you Brownie James. I don't want to be called Brownie James. I want to be called Smokey James. Uh, I mean, just because the brownies are so good. Oh, right. I see, I see. Good crack. So how much are these brownies, then? Um, could do... 20 for one? Okay, okay. Tell you what, Jane. I'm willing to throw you a bone and give you 300 in cash for all of them right now. Oh, a nice one. Or, alternatively, you can claim more base value in store credit. You mean 
pay me in. I can give you a pound of skunk, you know, for your brownies. Yeah, I think that would be good business decision. Okay, but understand this, Jane. If these brownies are shite, it will ruin the birthday party and I'll look like a mug. I hate looking like a mug. I thought you were selling them on. No, Smokey James is having them at his birthday. You can come if you want. Um, no, I need to go back to cooking the brownies. Or, or, or I, I, I can come with you. Uh, maybe not. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, probably shouldn't drive anyway. All right then. Happy birthday, Smokey. What? It's your birthday. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have weed for days. Where the fuck have you been? On business. Tom's been having a shit fit while you've been gone. <laughs> really? No, Jane, he's been acting weird. Hello. Hi, Tom. I am Jekyll. Oh, fucking hell. It's just like New Year's. Ah, yes. The Meow Meow incident. Jekyll remembers. Mm, yeah. He made me spaghetti hoops earlier. Oh, yes. My betrothed liked the hoops. Tom. What the fuck are you chatting? Have you not heard the news? Jekyll and Becky are to be, yet distant to be apart. Show her the ring. Oh yeah, Jane, you've got to see this. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Is that gold? And you said yes! Oh, well, it's not quite like... If only she could. But the loved ones must be separated, as the lady is destined for Iraq. To Iraq? You've enlisted. You're joining the fight in a... Bullshit war. God, Becky, your arms are like twigs. No, uh, no, I, I, I've got to move for my new job. The, the promotion I got today. Oh, Becky. And I, I'm moving tomorrow. I didn't tell her, Jekyll. Jekyll understands. It is distressing news for all. I shall leave you two to quintuppence over your loss. Terrific job on the brownies, Jane. I'm going to go paint. Another satisfied customer. What the Boyfriend? I thought you split up with him. Well, I would have broken up with him if it wasn't for the, um... The ring? It did make things more difficult. Did it also make you more stupid? Iraq? What was your plan? Stop going to family gatherings or, what, lie to them too? No, no, that wasn't my plan. Oh, no, so you must have been planning to get your family to lie for you. What will you do when your mum says... Why do you want me to lie to my nephew? Why do you want me to pretend you're in Iraq? Would you reply, because I was fucking him, Mum! Was that going to be your plan? I don't have time for your Game of Thrones drama, Becky. I have a business to build. Did you sell enough to make rent? How much money did you bring back? Not money. Assets! Oh, well, what did you get? I got a pound of skunk! Just gonna put that in the freezer to activate the HTC particles. Who did you get that pound of skunk from? Smokey James. I'm gonna be making odds like. Smokey James! That man's a freak! No, he's not that bad. He follows people home. Does he? Oh, it's Smokey James. Get in the bat! What? He's a truck dealer! Get in the bat, Becky! Okay, okay, go on! Three, two, one. to be the ring. Piss off. It's the only thing of value we possess unless you want to give him the weed. Hello, girls. 
I know you're in there. Oh, but it's so beautiful. That thing is steeped in bad energy, trust me. What bad energy? You earned that ring through deceit. It has bad voodoo. But it's gold. Look, when the business is up and running, we can have lots of gold things. I promise I'll pay you back. Oh, Jane, you always say that. Yeah, but this time I really will pay you back. All right, fine. Here. Thank you. All right. Listen here, bloodsucker. We don't have your money. Surprise! Well, look, no, you need... no, you listen. I'm speaking. We don't want any of your Tory handouts. I actually voted I Lib Dem. Just take this family heirloom, okay? It's all we have and stop harassing us. Will that do? Have a look at that. Will that do? It's gold after all. You can add it to your pile. Well, I don't think we need... Can't you see that you're bleeding us dry? We are artists and you are stunting our creativity. So I hope you sleep well knowing that. Oh, that's rent covered. I told you it would all work out, didn't I, Becky? Yeah. Stop this, Tom. You're hurting me. You me, Jackal. Tom, put the knife down. You're going to hurt Becky. Yeah. What? What, did, what do you want? Give what me the you... weed. What? Give me the weed. Do it, Jane. He's going to fucking cut me. All right, all right. Jesus Christ. Give me the weed. Give him the weed. I'm giving it to him there. There you go. <laughs> Tom, get out the cupboard now. Tom, you know, the second you get out there, I'm going to beat this shit out of you and take that back. I think he's eating it. For fuck's sake, the business has gone to shit. It's you who did this to him. No, we did this to him. Behind this door is a rabid man on a nightmare weed binge. I sold him the brownies, but you poisoned his mind. Your brownies are fucked, though. I dread to imagine what effect they're going to have on Smokey James. Oh, shit. Yeah, let that sink in. No, Becky, he's calling me. Uh, uh, well, he can't complain about them being too strong. He He's supposed to be hardcore. Oh, yeah, it's probably his brownie dream. Hi, Smokey James. How are the brownies? Not too hardcore. I hope you're probably off your nuts right now. <laughs> no, Jane. Quite the opposite, in fact. I'm sat here, stone cold sober at my own birthday party. All my friends are laughing at me. You sold me duds. No, I don't think I did. I think you did, though. How'd you make them? I just made brownies, and then when they were half done, I put the frozen nugs in. Can I what? Do you still have that weed I gave you? Ah, uh, well, there's a problem with that. So your brownies are duds, and you smoked all my skunk. To be fair, it was my first time making them. Jane, I'm watching Murder Town, and there's a woman here who stabbed her husband in the heart. And I'm sitting here, and all I'm thinking is, that's you! That is you! That's what you do to me! No, don't worry up. I'll pay you back. You know I'm good for it. You owe me a grand. Is Smokey James going to kill us? We owe him a grand. Why? The brownies were duds. Uh, no, they weren't. Apparently I cooked them wrong. Tom! Tom! I am Jekyll. Tom, listen here. The brownies were duds. All right, you're not high. You were never high. It was all just you. The Jekyll shit, the crawling around, the grunting, holding me at knife point. That was just you, Tom.
Tom. That was all you. It was a joke. Have you eaten all that skunk? <clears throat> yeah. You're not supposed to eat it. I was joking. It was a going away joke. I'm not really going away. Oh. I'm breaking up with you. I know that. Wow, Becky, you've never been so direct. I just don't get it. Like, like, what is it? Like, what's the point of everything we went through? We owed rent, we started a business, we paid rent, but now we owe the same amount to a drug dealer. What did we progress? Like, what was the lesson? What can we actually take away from this experience? What were we actually supposed to learn? Dunno. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wonderful. Fantastic work, Great girls. job, guys. That was really good. Yeah, and so Ollie, really and good. Ollie. Everyone. Yeah. But, no, Everyone really came together. We were, you know, actually, guys, I will say this, actually. You know, you, you performed really well. You know, everything was enthusiastic. It all went really smoothly. I would have to say there was only, like, one problem. Oh. And that was the company. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm joking. Your company's been pretty good today. No, no, no. no, no. no, no. I thought you were going to yeah, sing me out. I thought you were going to sing oh, me out. Rise, I thought you were going to Sam's rise. company. <laughs> I, 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 I should have done that. Actually. Yeah, because now you've just offended just, everyone. Not good. Now, don't speak for the rest of this, actually. You know, All right. Just don't you... <laughs> <laughs> no, but we Switch were we seats. were so because we did a rehearsal on Monday and we were just like blown away by both. Yeah, you because we. I mean, I don't know what we looked like when you came in, but I I imagine we must have come off like really uneasy. <laughs> really sweaty zombies. <laughs> well, right now yeah. we're really fucking sweaty. Well, but you made you made us tease a gentleman. Yeah. Well, thank okay. you. Yeah. Well. It's very different when I arrived the same day, like an hour and a bit early. <laughs> is, this, is this mic working now? Uh, try. Hello. <laughs> Sounds like it's working. But no, um, yeah. Um, Ollie said, "You guys, have, you guys have sort of become a bit more autistic." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what he said about. The door, and I've never been met with such enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen a real person for like days. <laughs> 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 like, Ollie, and I was like, "Yeah, mate." It's really <laughs> like, it was quite intense. It was a bit like being in a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> we were yeah. planning on cutting you into little pieces and eating you. Yeah, yeah we were gonna. But, but then we didn't want to replace our sound yeah, design. Yeah, we, like, we needed. So. Yeah. Put you in a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, one of the things that sort of broke this kind of because we were we were pretty low when we had writer's block because we never actually had writer's block together before. This was the first time we've had real pro writer's block yeah. because we we have deadlines and we have each other, so we usually try we usually just completely skip over writer's it's quite, block. It can be quite hard when you've got someone else who's like throwing yeah, always throwing ideas. If one of at us you. has writer's block, the other one will usually get us out. But this time we were both just like, <laughs> what do we do? But when when Max went, Max just went. Give me the weed. Like that. <laughs> I literally cried with laughter. I cried. He just comes in and he's got a knife uh, What does he say? What does he say? Like, Give me the weed. <laughs> so I'm just like cracked up for yeah. ages. Yeah. <laughs> we just love that. <laughs> it's, it, I just think the transformation of Tom vocally is actually yeah. quite fun because yeah. he starts off like a hello and then he goes to Jack always like really like weird and performative and then that all escalates to him just being able to say in a grunty voice give me the weed over and over and again. He goes back, it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah and I think because of like the 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 like struggle with writer's block and because like we wanted to focus on different things for this script than we did for other scripts uh the the thing that like this 
like doesn't have which is as strong in the other strips it does a bit but it's lacking that like stronger three act structure yeah exactly we definitely had some structural because i mean if we 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 want to do we i mean let's just be open here uh, yeah. we do want to shoot this mm -hmm. because we really like it yeah and, um but we we probably just completely start from scratch yeah we just like go back to the blank page and just type it all yeah and then all the best stuff from that will just be in our heads yeah but mm -hmm. it would probably be you know uh becky coming in and jamie like oh i'm gonna do the but a bit more proactive yeah. you know from the very beginning mm. she wants to do this brownie stuff but who knows you know who knows how we would change it but it definitely needs more of that kind of like now we're in the second act yeah and now it's resolved yeah but then after but, writing but the thing, it the after is, hearing it perform we were like we don't need to change no because it, it, it's one yeah. thing when you're reading it to each other but then when you listen to it back like with these scripts you always have to acknowledge and just accept the fact that like these are made in a quick short space bullet fire time yeah. so you you there will be problems with it that's part of what the point of it is is embracing that and going like mm. actually you can make something flawed and entertaining mm. and like it, you know and, and, that, and it works fun as a with fun it. base yeah because yeah. we, we had a lot of fun writing this yeah. i think this has probably been my favorite one to write yeah because we were just like we just basically inhabited the characters and just walked around inside <laughs> we just spent yeah. so long <laughs> in the character space and i think because it was the first time i haven't had to be going to uni as well we yeah. could just like throw ourselves like yeah. fully into the writing process yeah um and um i think yeah it, i think ultimately we we tried to build something that was like a little bit more complex than could work in a time frame because remember when i i sent i sent you a sort of an overview of what it would be yeah and it was entirely different to what yes. we ended up writing because <laughs> <laughs> we usually have a plan and we stick to the plan but this time we just sort of started writing yeah i think that we're doing the monologues because we do monologues as well like yeah, in yeah. between um doing those and doing those free form actually incited us to do it exactly, because yeah. because allowing our spontaneous creativity to come out on the page uh sometimes can be more interesting or mm -hmm. make make for more interesting things mm -hmm. i think actually definitely like if we were to which is what we, we want to do anyway because we're building this going to be developing this over a, a space of time it's a really good starting point to have that with this script and because it's been that spontaneous like um, putting things just putting things out on the page and kind mm. of like getting it to that point where you can get be happy with it in that space yeah. like also it, deadlines are really yeah, good so yeah, you yeah. For, the intensity of having a deadline I know because I write yeah, yeah. Well, the intensity forces you and you're like I said, you come up with some good little nugs. You yeah. do, yeah, yeah, exactly. Some nugs. Good little nugs. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's fun getting a bit insane when you're making it, oh, when yeah. you're writing, especially. You kind like, of have to, it's your license. Definitely felt like we went through some sort of like. I definitely journey. think, like, if, if bleeding on the page was something literal, then we did it. Yeah, we like, definitely we've done, did we've it. We've done yeah. that. Yeah. It, you know, we didn't literally do it, but. Have you, you know. never made that joke before? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't really make the pun on the bleed. You know, yeah. we, it isn't easy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> was like, that came quite naturally. But when I, when I was listening to it, I was like, this sounds like a sitcom. Yeah. Which yeah. is re ultimately the feeling we wanted to get. Yeah. Um, even though what a sitcom is, is really hard to define. Because, yeah. you know, situation comedy, like, every script is a situation. Like, so what separates a sitcom from a, just a standard comedy? Um, it's got that kind of more domesticated it, kind because of is there vibe any TV to it. Series? It's all I can, all I can are, really are there, say. Are there any TV shows which are comedies which aren't sitcoms? Because I think it's it's harder to think. I can't think uh, of one off the top of my head. Probably like Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. But I wouldn't say that's like a comedy though. Oh yeah, really? true. But would you say Boosh is a sitcom? Yeah. 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 The first season definitely is because yeah. it's the zoo situation. But it yeah. goes, it goes but then, it, but then, but then they're always situations and like yeah. bottom strays as well. I and so flowers could have been, but also that's quite sitcom as yeah. well. I mean, yeah. it it falls into like 
dark comedy yeah. there's not really like strictly yeah. comedy it's usually no. dark comedy that is a drama yeah is that's people true people just do nothing a sitcom because it's sort of mockumentary yeah mockumentary it is mockumentary yeah. though isn't it yeah so I mean it's an interesting but thing. is it a mockumentary but sitcom uh, <laughs> I can't really define it what a sitcom is but I do know what we've written sounds like a sitcom it does so yeah. that, that, and that's really sort of what we wanted that's what we wanted and Lola came in and she said millennial absolutely fabulous yeah which, which we like, haven't spoken amazing yeah which yeah. we haven't probably spoken about but Abfab Ab was um we were surprised by we were like because we went in that with some assuming that we probably wouldn't like it that much yeah. and then came out wait of you've going, never seen Abfab no no, no it was our really? first time writing yeah. this yeah yeah, I know. I know. Sorry, sorry, I'm just fucking But um, yeah, so and it was, and doing that it, was we good. were really surprised by how good it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like well, well, everyone, everyone is like, <laughs> Jennifer Saunders is going out with Aidan Edmondson from Bottom. Oh, they're in a relationship, so that's it's like cute. they're both quite similar. Oh, oh gee, that is adorable. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, because she doesn't she because we saw a couple of episodes and she wrote. All the ones we saw, so I don't know yeah, if it was yeah. ever written by anyone other than her. I'm not sure. But like some of the She's dialogue great. is so good. Mm. We watched that one where, the, <laughs> where where they're waiting for someone to walk in. Um, they're waiting for someone to come in and she's really worried about how fat she is and it turns out she's blind and the second they realise she's blind they start celebrating so it's like the whole thing was building up to them celebrating that a woman's blind yeah the entire script to justify it and then uh, Girls was also oh yeah we watched Girls by Lena Dunham the boyfriend kind of thing was that like that kind of like the sort of relationship dynamics that they show in there was quite influential because in season one anyway she's got like a boyfriend that she wants to break up Kylo Ren's her boyfriend yeah Adam Driver oh and then her other no yeah you're right yeah the other character the other main character has a boyfriend who she's super grossed out by and they've been together for like years yeah she just doesn't really know how to break up with him that, yeah. it, and that was really funny and that, again I was I had watched that ages ago and wasn't sure if it was like as good as I remembered but, but it, it was it was really good yeah. a real treat do, do you think with your with your writing because even stuff like girls and comedy they always have like a political undertone mm -hmm. so like what Leonard Dunham did was yeah, yeah, yeah. release Making the body for women like yeah, that's yeah. what she did um, different types of body types but for this one obviously Jane's got a little bit of a fight the power yeah. inside I, I think we like that in people I think we like writing characters with that I think for us when we were because well, I, I mean it's called Knackered and the main issue they have is rent yeah like and I so it's kind of like this idea of like austerity Britain is yeah, sort yeah. of a backdrop to it yeah. but, but we never set out to be like let's make a statement I on that it I also, just sort of came out I, holistically I also yeah, think yeah. like I think for us, I think we were like we didn't want to be too like pegged down and trying to make like statements from a about from a feminine feminine perspective because yeah, I just yeah. I I just I don't think we'd have very much that was interesting to offer on that in terms of like having a unique perspective on that. Mm. So what we were more interested in is kind of like right making them like characters and seeing what they bring out uh, in themselves yeah. naturally. So yeah. I mean I think I I reckon like you could definitely like read some definitely like some political undertones, but we weren't like driven with that because I think we had to be like oriented by simpler goals mm -hmm. as yeah. we were going into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I think was, the, there's definitely the backdrop of they are broke and it is difficult. Which is yeah. us as well. <laughs> which is us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. funny though, it does also have a lot of similarities which we may read one day, but we did have a crack at writing a sitcom uh, series when we were really young. It's the first thing we ever wrote together. Yeah. And it was a two-hander. Yeah. Um, and it was about 
two people killed someone or something. Yeah, it was. It was about two people who we murdered someone. We might read someone. it on here, um, potentially, <laughs> just to sort of see. But we wrote this when we were 14, so like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was when we were 14, so we might not do it as well. Yeah, it's, it's not that good, but we recently rediscovered it and just started rec recording it in the most insane voices. Because oh, before yeah. it was like, oh man, how's it going? But this time we're like, hey man, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, and it just sounded really the funny. Character like and that. Like, all my characters are screaming, we gave Max a French accent. <laughs> yeah. and, and then it was just funny. Like, yeah. it was just like shit script we wrote when we were 14 suddenly became funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of that was in this as well. So mm. we sort of like found you know, our youth, you know, yeah. recaptured what Through got into writing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I think uh, it came out well and we're really, really happy to have you guys on. Yeah, um, no, you guys were fantastic. You were so thank great. you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks thank for, you. you know, holistically getting in our heads when we were writing it. Yeah, well. that was good. And um, if you enjoyed uh, the podcast episode, leave a comment, subscribe to the Give podcast. Give us a review. Too. Give yeah. us five stars. Um, um, if you liked any specific ones, if you didn't. Send any emails to inquiries at nitpicks.co.uk and we will answer them, and in, we will our mini answer them in our mini episodes, which will be out in two weeks. So yeah, if you yeah, want yeah. us to watch something or give us our thoughts on something, uh, us email us. Yeah. Um, to play out this episode, we're going to have a track called Blame Girls by Girl Crush, which is an excellent tune. So check them out. Check that song out. Give them Listen some to Spotify them. love. Give them some Spotify love. Give us some podcast love. <laughs> Whilst you're on Spotify, go over to our Spotify. Uh, or do, if you're on iTunes, you know, do that as Just well. Just love us in some Please digital Please validate us yeah. first and then do the, <laughs> and the uh, yeah, musician. Yeah, but it is a very good. good track. Yeah. yeah, but it's great. And obviously check out... Uh, Bianca and Lola's stuff as well. Insta! Yeah, I've got an Instagram. Yeah, you, guys back you guys can plug Insta. Instagrams yeah. if you want. Yeah. Well, you might have recognised Lola's voice from our short film we did. Career yeah, and she was called Becky as well, which yeah. is a bit wild. Yeah, we keep <laughs> naming Lola. It's always called on YouTubers, like women. YouTubers... If when you YouTubers have a new job or when something. YouTubers get when YouTubers have to get a new job yeah. and she so played the Sims girl you can see me yeah, yeah. yeah so that's like a little sketch thing that we filmed <laughs> to check that out why not yeah, and I'm going to be in a Gaviscon advert everyone thanks no way <laughs> <laughs> and Bianca's got a Gaviscon advert so <laughs> 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 and that's thanks a great note to end on well. yeah. and thank you Ollie yeah good night
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.